0: I'm going to pat myself on the back really quickly Because <laughs> I came up with a spur of the moment I'm right here
1: actually, I could pat you, you on the back You could pat
0: me on the back Maybe uh, You tell me if I deserve a pat on the back Okay <laughs> Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, the behind the scenes, unfiltered, no holds barred look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle by two quote unquote gentlemen to some people who are doing it. I'm Travis Sherry. I'm still on the
1: veranda in Oslo, Norway, but I've switched from water to beer. I am Jason Moore with the co founders of the community Location Indie, a community for location independent travelers i guess you would say and non-travelers i don't know a lot of people Everyone that are is in location tra- independent is i would classify as some sort of traveler right it's an amazing community of people doing awesome stuff and living travel as like their core value anyway you can learn more about it at locationindie.com. yes indeed travis is still here in oslo norway and if you didn't listen
0: to last episode, we talked about why I was here and what we were doing, and that it was great that we got to record these episodes IRL in real life, sitting, talking right next to each other on the same porch, looking at each other, not through a computer screen, not through Skype, but in person. And it's always great to crack a beer when you're in person. So we're Cheers, downing, man. We're downing this brewdog punk IPA. And uh it's not that. Bad. We've had a bit of a hard time. I've had a bit of a hard time finding good European IPAs. Makes sense because it's an American style beer. But uh, brew dog Punk IPA, not so bad. And uh, it is past five o'clock here.
1: So and, and it's it, illegal. It was a, in the very cold part of the refrigerator, which is great. And uh, yeah, it, it's always great to share an IPA with somebody. And I thought, well, hey, this is going to be great, Trav. We're going to get on the veranda. We're going to get on the porch. We're going to record a podcast. We're gonna crack an IPA. Let's get it like a bowl of peanuts too, you know? That'll be so great. We'll have an IPA and some peanuts. It'll be really relaxing and delicious. I had peanuts all stuck in my throat. I was Jeez. like Peanuts are a terrible idea, I don't even have a glass of water, so I drank half my beer already. I was gonna say, is it is it that Jeez. you is it Plus that you scold so half your beer already, or is it that you had peanuts? No one and knows by your channel. Well listen, I'm also trying to get over uh, a very traumatic day yesterday, in some ways very traumatic, because um some dreams Mr. were dashed yesterday. Mr. Travis Sherry apparently used to hustle up and down the East Coast playing in ping pong tournaments, which I didn't know till he told me at the end of the day after smoking me in multiple games. Because one of the things I love about Oslo that I noticed last year, it was the dead of winter, but I was like, oh, look, there's a ping pong table there. They have these ping pong tables with metal nets just around the... Like, I thought there was, like, one, and it was an anomaly. Then I saw another one, and then I was, like... As I was getting to know the city, I kept seeing these ping-pong tables. I'm like, wow, this is cool. I love to play ping-pong. Didn't really have everybody to play with. It wasn't the best weather, and I was... I Was I gone last summer? I don't remember. But anyway, summer's here. Bought some ping-pong paddles and some balls, and my wife and I have been playing ping-pong and then Travis came to town. I was like, hey, let's play some ping pong. He's like, he he got this look in his eye. like I, this. I
0: tried to warn you And the Olympics are going on. Bit. So
1: he's probably been studying, like, the you know, all these quick... I, I tried I know, to warn Olympics. you a little bit by saying, like,
0: yeah, we can play. I, I don't think you'll win, but you are pretty adamant that you thought you Well, you, you know, would. listen,
1: ping pong's one of those things where if you've played some, everybody thinks they're good at sure. it. Sure. Right? And the other thing about ping pong is... It's impossible to look cool chasing a ping-pong ball. Those are two things I've surmised uh, about ping-pong. Yes, those, those are, are two, two ping-pong facts. Hard yeah. and fact rules Try about ping-pong. Try to pong. look cool chasing a ping-pong ball around, especially when it's outdoor in front of a, a bunch of dudes playing, like, Real pick a basketball.
0: <laughs> Here's one of the, uh, another hard and fast rule about ping-pong. It is really, really fun to play outdoors when the nets are metal and you hit it into the net, and you hear this thud like, or it's not a thud. it's like this metallic ding because it, it's insult to injury. I've never played outside before, so anytime you know you hit a ball into the net, it either like crawls over and you're like, "Oh great, it's my point, but you know it's not the best shot." or like you know it hits the net. no big deal. When you play outside and you try a slam and you hit it into the net, it makes this thud, and it's, it is It's insult to injury. and every time it happened to either one of us, I laughed.
1: so anyway, it's if there, cool. listen, if there's a ping pong table around. And you're hanging out with Travis sometime, just don't get him to throw down any like you know, don't try to have him coerce you into making any bets or anything. You you've been warned, okay? You've this been This man warned. knows how to ping, he knows how to pong. And I and I and I, and I, I took a it. couple. I took a couple <laughs> shots to the uh, to the dome. Maybe a couple shots to the kneecaps. And yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I was rec- peppering. I'm recovering. No I was bruises. Peppering no with bruises today. Today. with some spikes. But, but
0: um, we're talking about ping pong, right? And and this is a good segue <laughs> is, in, in a very <laughs> roundabout way to what I want to talk about today. And that's why careers don't matter.
1: Well Here's how I'm
0: going to segue this. What? In a former life, I was a very adamant ping pong player. When I was in high school, I would play tournaments up and down the East Coast. I played a lot. I played with my friends. It was really, really fun. It was one of my main obsessions. Now, all I do is ping pong here and there. So I could say my it wasn't really a career, right? It's not like I was making money off of ping pong. But the whole point is similar in that it's something I used to do all the time and a big part of my life. And now it's simply just a you know, once or twice or three you know, a little more than once or twice a year, but here and there type thing. And it was funny because we were talking the other day about careers and it, to me, it's just such an, it's an outdated word. I, I don't even really know if someone asked me what career, what has your career been like or what, what career do you have? Jay, I, I could not answer that. I think it's just a term that's so outdated and I think it doesn't matter at all because careers are... It's such a different job market and such a different environment than when our f- parents were growing up and, and people were growing up, you know, even 10, 15 years ago, you were like, my career is a teacher, my career is as a uh, electrician, my career is this, those still exist. But I think so many people are steered away from your typical career because they're going to do one, two, well, not one, then they'd have a career, but they're going to do two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten
1: 10 different things in their life. Some of them not even really that related. When we're talking about this idea of careers, why careers don't matter, we're not saying we're not belittling anybody's career either. You know, like what if whatever you're doing and you have meaning behind it, like it, it matters. We're not saying it doesn't matter to you. What we're saying is, I think, the or what you're saying. Of the of yeah, career the, is the, different. Yeah, it's like the idea of if you're locked into this mode where you think like, Oh, it's important that I have a career because otherwise I'm not going to be successful or something. Even if you don't know what that's going to be or whatever, like it's a fallacy really in many ways. Like, because it's way easier to reinvent yourself nowadays. It does evolve in real time too, you know? And it's like to say a lot of it comes back to travel for us. It's like, well, I'm not going to quit my job and go traveling because I need to build my career. But when you go do something else, other things happen, you know? Or, like, you get involved in other things or you get involved in other social circles or other scenes or you develop other interests, you know? And, like, if you're on this one track of, like, career, 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 even if it's something... uh, Mostly I'm talking about if it's something you're not into, you know? Not, like, if you like what you're doing and you're building a career that you love, then, like, I guess that's what we're doing, even though we, we don't know if we should call it a career, then that's one thing. But if you're on a track where you're like, Hey, I'm not into anything. I think I'm supposed to build a career. Cause that's like what I'm supposed to do. Cause what am I going to do in 20 years if I don't have my career? Cause I got to move up the ladder and this is the way to do it. And if I just go traveling now and I spend all these years traveling or like trying to build a business or whatever it is that you want to chase, then I'm, I'm going to look back and be like, Oh man, I really screwed up, you know? And what I think we're saying is that's why careers don't matter because yes, that's the point. It's, if it's not fulfilling you, it certainly doesn't matter. Well, and also it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I got to finish this one thing. It doesn't matter because like whatever else you're going to do, if you're open, it's going to lead to other things that might end up being your career or whatever, like a career. I think to me, it evolves and in, 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 it can evolve in real time. And it can be like a more of a hindsight thing than a foresight thing.
0: There's two reasons. I, I you made good points there. Of Like I said, of why careers, don't matter. And again, it's not saying that if you if you do something for 30 years, I was just like putting context right, around what it, we're right. saying. There's, it's not know? saying like if you do something for 30 years, it's a bad thing. No, that's great. If you like what you're. Doing. But the reason I think they don't matter as much is one, it's way easier nowadays to reinvent yourself and change careers than it ever was, because. There's so many more opportunities before. And, and when we talk about location independence, I mean, there's there's so much it's easier to move to different cities, towns, things like that. But there's just so much more independence with everything. So before it was it was more like, OK, I'm with this company. I've got a good job. I need to work my way up because the other options didn't really exist. Sure, people changed careers. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but it was way more difficult because for you to change careers, you'd have to take substantial pay cuts. You have to do this or that. Well, I think it still is difficult
1: Like if you're I, trying to substan- change see, like traditional careers. I,
0: yeah, but here's the thing that I think with, with, with someone who's in a career, and if they're in one and they're like, oh, I've been working my way up, but I don't really love this. I, I, don't, I don't see myself here in 20 years or 15 years or even 10 years. It's, it's a lot easier now to say, I'm going to learn a new skill and try to make that work. We always talk about the side hustle and things like that. Let's say you are someone who's a teacher and you're like, well, yeah, this is, I mean, I'll use this as an example because this was me. I was teaching for three years. I didn't dislike it, I liked it to a point. But when I thought about if I wanted to do that for 10 years, even more, I, there was no way. So instead of just staying with it, You know, I said, all right, I'm gonna try to learn some different skills. And I started blogging. Blogging doesn't have to be the only thing you're doing, podcasting, but you know, maybe like, ah, you know, I was always interested in graphic design. So you can easily go on and take courses for a hundred bucks, online courses, anything like that, reinvent yourself, start freelancing, and all of a sudden, boom, if it works, now all of a sudden you're in a totally different career. Whereas 15 years ago, if you wanted to become a graphic designer and you were a teacher, you would have had to go to the local community college or local college, go back, take classes. Now With everything online, it's much easier to reinvent yourself.
1: Yeah, I also think it's important to pick and choose how you spend your time carefully. You know, like, I know it's tough to get out. You know, Travis had his example of like teaching when to get out of it. Like, I was on the road for a really long time, as some people listening may know, doing travel jobs that I loved. So much fun, had a blast. You know, there were some jobs where I was like, eh, you know, this is okay. But like, overall, I really loved the lifestyle, really enjoyed it. Then I wanted to transition, be somewhere for a little while, and eventually got a job, like it was like a regular job that I was working at this liquor distributor in sales for a couple years. And, you know, I knew kind of when I took it, I was like, this isn't going to be like, I'm not going to build a career because i like, I just knew like in my head, like right. this, I'm I'm, this isn't going to last for like ten years because it's not going to fulfill me. I in think that's ways, you know? a good
0: litmus test. Just cut you off real quick. If someone's sitting here thinking, like, all right, what you know, could could this be my career? What I think a good litmus test is to sit down and say, try to picture yourself doing that in ten years. Maybe not the exact job you work right, at, but in that same field or in that same general area. And if you can, great. But that's exactly what I did when I was teaching. What you did there, you said like. In 10 years, okay, maybe I'd move up. Maybe Could I see myself here? If you can't, then probably you're not
1: going to be able to hang on for 20 years or 30 years and, th- and something like that. Yeah. And then you th- so then you, once you realize that, I think you start taking the steps. Is what I did, like kind of similar to you. It's like, all right, I'm going to, you know, start reading these business books. I want to learn about this stuff. I'm going to get around like minded people and get motivated, you know, so like started going to the conferences and different events and getting around people that are like, we're into this whole, seen when I heard about this location dependence. I'm like, oh yeah, that's like the the lifestyle that I want. That's the thing. Because like, I've been traveling as much as I wanted, a ton, like nomadically. But uh even with the travel jobs, as great as they were, I was also being dictated where I was going to go, which was fine then because I was like totally happy. But now I was ready to set my own schedule a little bit more, have more freedom and flexibility. So can I tell you a second I, reason why I think careers? Go ahead. The
0: second reason because I always do that. I say, I'm going to give you two things and I forget to give you the second one. I just thought, uh, okay, okay. the second reason why I think <laughs> careers don't matter, one, it's easier to transition nowadays and learn and get new skills. The second is that I think, fortunately, this isn't the case for every industry, that a lot of people are moving up and getting promoted and, and getting jobs and stuff based on merit, more so than time spent in a job. And I think that's a good thing I'm not saying that happens for all industries, but case in point, if I was looking to hire someone, right, to do something with us, if I was like, all right, I need a video editor for this, right, I'm not going to go and ask someone for a resume and say, all right, give me your resume. They're going to say, oh, I did eight years here and this and that. What I'm going to say is, like, show me something you've done. And whoever shows me the best thing or whoever's like, here's what I've done and I like them the best, that's who is going to get the job. So I think nowadays, merit and the stuff that you've done goes a lot further than just saying oh i've done 10 years here or 15 years here or something like that not as much in traditional jobs as what we're talking about but you know these jobs the, the new wave of jobs where basically where you work for yourself or you're freelancing or things like that people want to see what you've done and when you can prove it it doesn't matter whether you're a 16 year old kid who's a whiz video editor or you're 55 year old who's worked for cbs for 30 years i'm
1: going to go with whoever i think can do a better job yeah I think it's important when you're considering anything around careers or like work stuff or like things that you might want to do is, is a, to get around the type of people, consider the type of people you want to be around, you know, the type of environment and energy you want to be around every day and choose your time carefully because what happens, I, I, I think a lot. And people that have worked in careers for a long time that are maybe disgruntled or tired of it could probably speak to this is you get involved in a career and inherently you're spending a lot of your time at work so that's where you are so the people you meet say you work in finance and the people you meet are all going to be in finance you know you're, you're going to meet a lot of people at work you're spending a lot of time there you got your friends and your family outside of that but you know you spend your majority of time at work so the network you build then is going to be within that industry and on and on and on so i think what happens is it's just easier to stay in those circles because that's where you've kind of built your network and that's, that's where you know. you've built your work your your worth in a way like not your worth but like your yeah your your ability to to mark yeah your yeah to the to the workplace not like your personal worth but like you know what can i bring to the table as somebody who working in this profession it's really important if you want to switch tracks i don't think it's easy but it can be in a camp it can be if you're doing it like on your own but it can also be difficult because even when you build those skills okay you're you're going to go into freelance now you still have to like Network and get into that circle of like that you want to be around, you know, and that's where like communities come in and different things like that. But you have to be proactive about it. And I think if you're somebody who's considering change or like not sure which way to go or whatever, I always think get around like the va- the core value you love. Like for me, that was like I didn't end up doing travel jobs because, I, like, it was the jobs. It was because I wanted to travel. So I was like, I value travel. I'll go do whatever jobs there are that I can find that allow, like require me to travel because that will be an awesome thing. Consequently, this all kind of in hindsight, like I'm glad it worked out this way. I was around other people that love travel. I found out about other jobs that like required you to travel. And like I just met so many cool people because that's the circles I was in. But I put myself in the circle based on like my my main priority which was that travel value you know so i think that's important too because it's better to do it sooner than later if you're thinking about a switch because it takes time to like build within a circle you know it is only going to get harder
0: the deeper ingrained you get in a career and i think that for me with teaching it had been three, four years, and I kept thinking, all right, it's only gonna get harder for me to leave. My salary's gonna go up. You know, I'm gonna be right. more comfortable. Gets, yeah. You know, I'm gonna have more benefits. Uh, my retirement's gonna grow. Well, all these things. Of course, it's gonna get harder yeah.
1: to leave. And, it's and, mentally and, harder, to, yeah. And, and there's no. It's, not, it's still not hard. It's the same steps. It's the same, like same walk. Step, in, but quit, go there, to the next thing. There's scene, more but, like, excuses. It, right. And, and there's more reasons. And,
0: uh, you know, then if you have a family, it's harder and things like that. But it's not always that you have to quit your career either it's that i think this idea and i'm gonna pat myself on the back really quickly because <laughs> i came up with a spur of the moment i'm right here actually i could pat you you on the could back, pat me on the back sure. maybe uh, you tell me if i deserve a pat on the back okay i came up with this idea spur of the moment when heather and i were on an interview with this uh, lady from the travel channel who was talking to us about be- being a tv host and probably nothing would come with it but it was like this spur of the moment interview she wanted to do with us and uh, we were talking about people leaving their jobs to go do jobs that they love, like a person in Missouri who's a teacher, but they really want to be a surf instructor. And the show going to be based around them, like going to Hawaii and finding a way to make it work, which is cool because it's, in essence, kind of what we're doing here at Location Indie. So we're talking to her and I said, I said, you know, there's so many people that just believe that their life has to be linear. And I think it's really it's easy to visualize a linear thing okay you you know you you grow up in your town, you go to elementary school, you know middle school, high school, maybe you go away to college for a little bit, and it's like a great time. you come back or maybe you don't come back, but you get a job and then you work your way. It's a very linear pattern up the rung, and I think it's really scary to get off that linear track, and people worry, okay, well, once I get off the linear track, when I come back, I'm not gonna be ahead. I might have to go back to that same rung, but what I told her was... Like everyone I know who's done it, once you get off it, you're not really looking to get back. Like then the linear track doesn't matter because you're starting to go all different directions that you don't even know exist before you get off. So it's, you know, I think people worry that they will come back to this linear track and they'll be behind. That's the well, big we, worry, we, right? We've, we've with careers. Been there, yeah. yeah, with careers or taking a year off. You know, Europeans love gap years after college or after high school. In America and Americans like, oh, I can't believe you take a year like you take a year off after college. you get so far behind. But the stuff that those people gain, I mean, then they're on a whole different area. They're off that linear path and their life could go all these different directions. And so I think that's a really important thing to remember is that the you're not getting off to get back on you're getting off and you're probably never going to get back on you're going to go in a whole different direction that's going to be a lot better
1: also it's not true that you'll be behind you know like it well that's when the other part. That, if you do when, go
0: back on you when probably you accept
1: won't that that is fact then that that probably will become the truth but I don't think that that's necessarily a fact, you know, like who's to it's say true. that you'll be behind, you well, know, like you're, I, you're getting experience in different ways. Um, and I
0: think using real world examples is a great way to do this. Right. Yeah. And I think that people are scared to do it. One of the reasons they're scared is they don't know people who have done it, which is, makes sense. If you don't know anyone's ever done, it, it's much scarier. When I came back, Jay, from working, you know, I'd been a teacher. I left. I went and got a master's and I worked for the International Baseball Federation in Switzerland, which is when I fell in love with traveling. I came back, but we had some time. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do then. I came back from that and didn't have a job. I went in for a job interview as a teacher, and supposedly, I mean, this is what they told me it's like 150 other candidates. I went in, they saw my resume. They're like, What were you just doing last month? Like, you were in Switzerland with the International Baseball Federation. Like, what does that have to do? You know, it's like a weird gap in my resume. Like, so they asked me about, an hour later, I was still just telling them stories of what I did in Switzerland and how I had to drive baseballs down to Rome because they were running out of baseballs for the championship game and all that stuff. No questions about education, nothing. I walked out of the interview. They called me, no joke, as I got in my car and said, if you want this job, you have it. <laughs> That's so, awesome. So, <laughs> you know, was I a better candidate than anyone else? I, probably not. They yeah. were probably the same, but... Uh, it was different you stuck Mm. out and inherently you'll probably stick out if you do try to get back to that linear path anyway
1: yeah and it's hard to see the big picture when the linear path is sort of you can almost try to wrap your mind around a little bit you know it seems like it makes a little sense but when you take a step back and you realize well like life's way crazier than you know we this linear thing is kind of like just an idea that we made up so we like feel like we have some kind of control even though there's like so many factors and different things at play that we, it's not linear at all to begin with but um that's hard to see i think you know it's like it's really oh, yeah hard to kind of else is doing the linear like put your head around like yeah and even, but even if you are that doesn't mean it's linear you know what i mean like i think it's like a perception like it's it's a perception of a of control. It's a perception of like this concrete thing that really doesn't exist because any company can lay you off at any time. Anything can happen in life. It's like there's so many things. So, you know, what are we saying when we say careers, wh- why careers don't matter? I think what we're saying, at least what I'm saying is there, there are a lot of different ways to create a career. And sometimes they come about in a more organic way. And you don't have to force it necessarily.
0: I would agree that there's so many options out there and we just, through this podcast and through the Location and Community and stuff like that, that I think is one of the main goals that we're trying to get across is that there's a lot more ways, you know, it's the old cliche, like there's more than one way to skin a cat, right? <laughs> well, like the idea of having a career and working way up is one way. And if that's the way that you choose and you like, that's fine. But probably if you're listening to this podcast, and you've been around the stuff that we do, there's a yearning for a different way because you've been searching it, you've been seeking it out. You know, you've Googled it, you've uh just, you know, you've read Tim Ferris's book, you've seen other people doing it. So you're inherently searching for for something that might be a little different, and you don't know what that is. And so if that if that and is And you're in you, good
1: company because nobody knows
0: like exactly, you kind of just Let Let me ask you a you question. Let's out. put it this way. If I said to you, Jay, what is your five year plan?
1: Like Somebody asked me that oh, it was uh, Lily's husband the other day. So I, okay, so I don't really. Long story short, you can't answer. And if you <laughs> ask me the same thing, I couldn't either. Not but... because I'm irresponsible, but because I realize a lot can happen in five years, and it's not like I don't look ahead at all. But it's that the stuff I, I could give you some core values. Like if you ask that question, I could say okay, like you know, I could put a bunch of intentions out there. Like I'm going to be putting out you know even better work i'm gonna be helping more people do the things they want to do i'm gonna be published you know i'm gonna have a book published or whatever it is i'm gonna rattle off some things but it like an exact plan no and i think that's way different than if you're in a career
0: and you could you could probably see a five-year plan
1: because you would have there are people but to answer the question why doesn't it matter a career yeah
0: yeah. Well, I think we have answered that. I think we've answered by saying that there's a lot of different ways to do it. And the idea of a, a standard career of this, get into one industry, work your way up, maybe switch companies, but in the same industry, work your way up, switch companies again. I just think it's outdated. I think there's so many ways that people can transition nowadays and learn new skills if they want. And I think that there's just based on those new skills, you don't need to be 20 years in to get jobs to do stuff if you do good work. And there are people out there who could be the most kick-ass graphic designers in the world who are working as CPAs right now. And if they start learning and they get good at it, is anyone really going to care if they have only been doing it for a year? Yeah. No. Because if they do a good job, they'll be able to do it. So I just
1: think that... Well, I that, think the other, the other big thing you said is the the hidden opportunities that you just can't predict. You know those are the things that that when you break the career mindset, I would say um, and and take a the nonlinear approach that there's a million and one different uh, more than that and that's it, that's and why endless we poss- can't sit back and tell you, that's why
0: we can't sit back and tell you what it'll be for you same as we can't even say what it'll be for us. So you asked me the other day when we were hiking a question of so is that like what would you say you said is that your main goal? To be a tv star or something mm-hmm. you asked, yeah, yeah. i'm you and i said no not at all but it's funny that i mean that's not my goal we did one tv show other people have called us since then never in my wildest dreams would i ever even imagine we would have done one show but maybe three years from now four years from now something hits and that's what we're doing as a main source of income or as a main job who knows yeah it's it's crazy yeah. So we can't sit and tell anyone listening what yours is going to look like, but we can't
1: because we can't even tell ourselves. But I think that's the fun part of it. Yeah. I don't know. I think an open mind really helps with a lot of these things because um, I think it, it it opens up a lot of not only potential on where you're going to go, where you might go. You know, present company included, of course. All this stuff we talk about is you know through our own experiences and everything like that. We're not we're not trying to tell you how it is. This is just what we've experienced. Like after hundreds of conversations with different people, you know, our own personal experience. It's just become very clear that there are a lot of opportunities when it comes to careers if you don't necessarily just lock yourself into one box that that quote-unquote career is going to be. And that's why I think it it shouldn't matter if... It shouldn't be a reason to not go do the things you want to do
0: basically. Right. And it's crazy to me that the world has changed so much in the last five years, you know, obviously last 10 years, last five years whatever, but that the model of careers has changed, but still isn't taught differently. It's still this go to college, then try to find a job in your, you know, thing and then work your way through a career. And I just think most people see that that's not even how it's happening with them. You know, they get, maybe they have a sociology degree and all of a sudden they're working in the advertising agency or something like that. Right. So, Yeah, careers... That uh, happens a lot, I guess, but yeah. (laughs) Synopsis. Careers are are dead.
1: Um, Do what you want. Make it work for you. uh, Speaking of uh, careers dying, I think they're dying left and right over in Location Indie. I, I mean, I've seen... There are a lot of members doing a lot of different things right now. And it's just really exciting to see everybody um, building their businesses, building their location-dependent lifestyle, whether they're like, out living it. Some people are traveling. Some people are kind of working through it. Uh, there are a lot of people that are generating you know, a, a decent income, but they want to grow it. It's just fascinating to see all the different ways that people are doing it because there are so many ways. And I think one of the things that Travis and I really try to do is... You know, share knowledge within the community that uh, that can be applied to any type of industry. You know, and yeah. a lot of the community members are doing uh, different types of online businesses because, and, and you know, we're all about the lifestyle first and the travel. As the timer goes Chris off, Chris is gonna buzz us, um, and then I want to
0: give one example of, of exactly what you're yeah, talking w- about.
1: Yeah, that w- that w- that would w- be great. You know, if you're if you're building a core skill set, um, you're getting around people that are doing it. You got the momentum going. It's the, the hardest part of sustaining that and being consistent. And that's where the community comes in. You know, you can take a little action um, on your own. But I, I found that both Travis and I found is why we started a community that in our personal lives, building this location-dependent lifestyle and continuing to sustain it like we have been is only because we have the support of each other and other people doing it. Because otherwise, you, you just... It's tough, you know. You can lose momentum, and it, it can crumble.
0: Big Need shout that out! Big shout out to Location Indie, basically super member Rob, first person to come to our Location Indie to show up to our Location Indie get together in Brooklyn when he was there, and just an awesome dude, always in there posting, helping people out. I remember him he saying, was a "Member of the month." He was a member uh, of the month last month. Or two I remember him ago? saying to to us. Um, that one of his goals for 2016 was to buy an investment property. I remember thinking like, like, you know, real estate. I remember thinking like, man, that's so in line with what I want to do. And uh, guess who did it? Rob. Guess who hasn't done it yet? Me. So talk about support. Um, uh, inspiring. What, I'm going to send Rob are, a message and say, yeah. let's start a real estate investment group in Location anywhere. you know, not that we have to pull our money together and do that, but that we're helping each other with talking, you know, sharing hey, information. How did you do it? Where did you find your property? What did you look for? This yeah. and that. Sharing information. So uh, shout out, Rob. Congrats. It's well, a big step. Also, and, uh, Rob just awesome.
1: commented on a, a thread we started at the beginning of the year. Remember, we did this uh, with the community. We did a we do these hangouts and we did one where we did like our goal setting for the year and we put it all in, in the forum. So like we, you know, could hold ourselves accountable and, you know, put it out there in public and put that energy out there and all that good stuff. And Rob just circled back and like did like a, basically a mid year kind of like, I mean, I know we're, more than halfway through the year, but kind of like, hey, here's here's what I've done on the list and here's what I haven't done yet and what I'm working on. And it was really cool and it made me go back and look at my list and I was like, oh. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, yeah, I've done some of these things. I haven't done some of these things. Time to play catch up. Yeah, so then I was able to go in and like, kind of do my own inventory and be like, oh yeah, I I kind of, I didn't forget about this goal, but like, yeah, this is a priority. Like I need to focus more on this. I'm glad I accomplished this. This one's probably not going to happen, but I've taken steps towards it and that's cool. And just like being able to kind of plan out the rest of the year a little bit and set some intentions that way. So thanks for holding us accountable, Rob. Yeah. I mean, that's hugely valuable. So anyway, like this is the kind of stuff we do in Location Indie. If you're interested, head over to locationindie.com not open to the public right now but you can get some more information hop on our newsletter get a bunch of free goodies and um we're always sending out useful stuff about uh, this this growing movement this community uh and about location independence and travel in general stuff to help you out so uh, it's totally free to sign up and check it out you can do it at location thanks for joining us today until next time cheers peace